This is episode 433 of the AWS podcast, released on March 23, 2021. Podcast confirmed. Welcome to the official AWS podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of AWS Launch. I know I'm probably not your normal host, so let me introduce myself. Moving forward, I will now be your main host on this show. My name's Nikki. If you don't know me already, I do the update shows with Simon twice a month, where we talk about all the launches that we uh, we recently launched at AWS. And these shows are more of a focus in on one specific launch that we think is really cool that we want to highlight or we want to go deeper on. So excited to get to talk about so many awesome cool AWS launches with all of you. I don't know about you, but I get really excited for the stuff we built here. So today, we're actually going to dive into a feature of EFS that recently launched called EFS OneZone. And we have Sarwar here today with us. Sarwar, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Sure. Hi, Nikki. Uh, Hello to our listeners. My name is Sarwar, and I'm a senior manager of product management on the EFS team. He's, he's playing that down, but basically he's a really cool dude that works on EFS. And we have plenty of awesome things to talk about today. Um, but first, what what exactly did you guys launch? Tell us a little bit about what EFS OneZone is. Sure. So we announced EFS OneZone storage classes. These are storage classes that reduce your storage costs by 47% compared to the existing regional EFS storage classes. And they do it while delivering the same features and the same benefits. Okay, I love it when we just decrease spices and we don't have to do anything. So do I just get that 47% decrease if I'm using that storage class? Well, so it's a new storage class, so you couldn't you couldn't be using it. Well, you're special, so I'm sure I'm okay. sure you're using it on the back end. But <laughs> um, you know, just recapping for our for our listeners, right? Uh, you know, EFS is a simple serverless. Uh, we like to call set and forget elastic file system. So it lets you share your file data without having to provision or manage your storage. So I like to think of it as sort of you know invisible infrastructure, right? It just it's there. It just kind of works. You don't have to twiddle too many knobs. You don't have to Those configure too many things, things, right? Um, you can use it with all your favorite uh, AWS cloud services. It integrates with EC2 instances, uh, with containers, you know, ECS, EKS, Fargate, Lambda. These are native integrations that we provide out of the box, and it's built to scale to petabytes. So uh, the the coolest thing about Dang. EFS is you know it's elastic, right? You create a file system. There's really nothing in there. Populated with a bunch of files, your file system will grow, delete files, it'll shrink, and you pay only for what you use. So uh, love that. Yeah. So with with the one zone storage classes, what we've done is we've given customers now an additional option. So whereas so what are the different storage classes currently available, and then talk about the the new one and and how it adds to the uh, problems that you might be solving for our customers. Sure. So today we have standard storage classes for EFS, which uh, provide customers with the highest levels of durability and availability you can get. So think about uh, how we treat your data within a standard storage class. Every time you write data to the file system, we will Mm -hmm. replicate it in real time to three different AZs in a region to make sure that awesome. it can withstand the loss of 
you know, an AZ. It is highly durable. It's read after write consistent. It can be accessed concurrently from tens of thousands of instances and containers. Um, and and that's just automatically, right? You do that replication for a customer automatically. Correct. Or automatically, should I say, I don't, we don't have to do anything. Yep. And and, that. and that's what we've been doing since since 2016. And uh, with the new OneZone storage classes, uh, these storage classes redundantly store your data within a single AZ as opposed to the okay. multi-AZ replication. And these are ideal for customers who want a more cost-optimized file storage option. Um, you know, so you have you know, a wide variety of workloads. Not every workload needs, you know, the copy and triplicate and give me the highest level of durability. And so, right. you know, customers will, uh, customers have told us, you know, we love EFS. We love that we don't have to uh, think about volumes and tiers, right? We just create a file system and go. Um, and I'd love to be able to do that for certain classes of workloads that don't require, you know, multi-AZ replication. So, can you give that to us? And, you know, nudge, nudge, can you make it a little cheaper, right? Because we're not going to be using multi-AZ. So that's what we've done is, you know, just listening to our customers, talking to them about the, the use cases they want to run. You know, we've, uh, uh, we've come up with one zone storage classes. And uh, we have two storage classes, two regional storage classes, the standard storage classes, and we have two one zone storage classes, perfect analogs of each other. Uh, so we have a one zone storage class and a one zone infrequent access storage class. Uh, Ooh. Which, okay. So uh, that one, is that one even less? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So so uh, EFS provides automatic lifecycle management. So when you create a, a a file system using the console, we'll turn on this feature called lifecycle management. Um, as a little bit of an aside, you know. A couple of years ago, we started looking at industry data, and industry data told us that customers using file systems only really frequently access 20% of their data. 80% of the data is infrequently accessed. So I we, believe that. Yeah. So you know, we uh, we took the initiative and built this this capability called lifecycle management that will automatically and transparently move your files from the standard, standard to IA. To IA Right, and IA happens to be ninety-two percent cheaper. So you get so this is similar um, to functionality in S three, basically. Correct. Correct. A little bit. Yes. 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 That's exactly exactly how it works. Um, and so uh, with our standard storage classes, uh, you can use lifecycle management, and if you follow the twenty eighty rule, uh, you get to sort of an effective storage price of about eight cents per gigabyte. With one zone being forty-seven percent cheaper, you know, let's do the math. I'm doing mental math in my head. It actually comes down to 4.3 cents Point. per gigabyte. Yeah. If uh, I was if, like just over four cents. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so again, it's it's the best deal in fully managed file storage, right? Uh, you get all, all right. Of I gotta I gotta switch over. Yeah. So I mean, I I uh, I have used DFS before. I've integrated it with a lambda. Mm -hmm. It was it was a godsend for me. I had this lambda. It was doing some actual code generation. So a lot of the data I don't actually want to keep, hmm. but I need a uh, file structure while the Lambda is running to do a bunch of processing on the files and that, you know, they get trashed and they go away. So, you know, I might actually switch to OneZone because this is actually perfect for my use case. I don't need any of the stuff saved 
in EFS permanently. I don't mm-hmm. need it to be duplicated. I just need it for like that time while the Lambda is running. And then it, it, we, we, we actually, we empty it all. Yeah. So yeah, this is, so I guess what are other use cases for EFS one zone beyond my serverless use case? Because I, I can definitely say that serverlessly, if you are integrating Lambda with EFS, this is a perfect use case for one zone. Mm-hmm. If you're doing some kind of processing with Lambda, uh, right, where, you know, the data maybe in EFS is is temporary. It's like a holding zone. Yeah. So so le- first, let's, uh, you know, l- let's talk real quickly about the, the, the challenges that, that, that customers have, right, that we're trying to solve here. So, you know, EFS sets the bar for elasticity. There's, there's nothing else like it out there, right, where you don't have to provision any aspect of it. And it's, like I said, set and forget simple. But as I mentioned, right, there's, there's all, there's workloads that just, have lower cost requirements, right? And mm-hmm. they also totally. have lower lower resilience needs. So you know we've talked to we've talked to customers who tell us that um, you know uh, the way they're using WordPress or Jira or Git, right? For example, uh, they don't necessarily need multi AZ. They're more than happy with the availability and durability of a single zone solution. In fact, most customers who run on premises have single zone solution, right? They, their work running in a single mm-hmm. data center. That's right. So this is a, a, a solution that actually offers all of the benefits of being in the cloud with higher availability and durability than you can achieve on-prem. So, you know, back to applications, customers who uh, have these lower cost, lower resilience needs, you know, they'll often choose to deploy self-managed file systems uh, you know, so they'll they'll build out their own file system in the cloud, or they'll do something on prem, which sort of is, uh, you know, will result in much higher TCO. And yeah, they're the doing of, the heavy lifting when they could just use EFS. Basically. Exactly, and and you know, we call it undifferentiated heavy lifting, right? You're you're a software That's developer. Right. Why are you managing storage? And, and I don't so, want to be exactly just to be clear. <laughs> so so we'll free you up from from all of that. And we'll give you a fully managed elastic file system, right? At this fantastic price point. And uh, in speaking with customers, uh, what we've heard about one zone use cases is uh, that uh, customers want to use them for, you know, development environments. Uh, they want to use them for build and staging pre-prod environments. Yeah. One very important use case that that uh, customers have brought to us is is really for. Uh, analytics and simulations and transcoding workloads where uh, you know customers mm-hmm. describe to us how their data becomes more and more valuable as it works through a pipeline of some kind and in some of those initial stages where they're you know working with a huge data set uh, you know cleaning up data for example you know they don't need that multi az uh, resilience right at that point right, right? they uh, they want their source data and their final data to be preserved but all those intermediate stages, right? They, they they'd much rather right. sort of have a more efficient, uh, more efficient, uh, and a more cost-efficient way to do it. So, especially for those analytics, simulation, media transcoding uh, sorts of workflows, this is a, this is a great solution. Uh, of course, for backups and and replicas. So, if uh, you need a secondary backup solution, this is great because it is very very cost-efficient. Did you hear from? Any other customers that have like similar use cases like mine, where it's like they're using a Lambda in conjunction with EFS and, you know, their Lambda is doing some kind of temporary processing of data where they, yeah. again, don't need it replicated it in multiple zones. Exactly. So, so, so you know, the one of the earliest customers we spoke to, they compute 
values for their business based on a public data set, right? So, so they scour public sources of data on the internet, right? Build up a data mm-hmm. set in EFS, right? And then, and then do their processing. Right. And, and this is a daily task. And their ask was, I have to recreate my data from source every single day. And if something happens to my data, right, in a one's own environment, which, you know, uh, is, is unlikely, but if, if it does, I can very easily recreate it. So, you know, I don't need that whole multi-AZ setup, right? Uh, I need that for other right. stages, other stages of my pipeline and, and for my production environment. So, you know, can you give us something that runs in one zone so that we can optimize for cost and also for performance? Because I was about to ask that. I was like, what other benefits besides cost do you get with one zone? Yeah. Is it faster? Is it more performant? I yeah. would guess because you're not spending all this time duplicating the data. So yes, uh, you know, for exactly that reason, right? The fact that we are uh, no longer replicating and, and communicating across availability zones, we do get a performance bump, which shows up in the in the form of uh, lower latencies. Uh, so especially for customers who are, you know, a little more performance sensitive, if you create your file system in a particular AZ and you paste your instances uh, or your containers or your lambdas in the same AZ, you will see a performance difference relative to using using the regional solution. Can you quantify that difference for us? Is it like one and a half times faster, two times faster? Any any kind of number that I can put in my brain? It's uh, it really depends on the workload, and and it'll uh, you know you'll see a so it varies. Yeah, you'll you'll see a better performance bump for small file workloads, which happen to be okay. you know. Uh, about 80%, 80% of files happen to be sort of, you know, small files. So yeah, it really depends workload by workload. It would be uh, at this point, not quite ready to put a firm number on it, but what we'll be getting there, we'll be publishing performance stats soon. Okay, so mileage varies, but there will be a performance yeah. boost that you might see um, in your workload. So yeah. I mean, we've been sitting here and all I'm thinking this whole time is I got to go log into my AWS account and turn this on for my workload where I have integrated EFS with Lambda because I got to take advantage of this. This is awesome. Hmm. So how do I actually get started? How do I switch over my file system to be using OneZone versus the standard storage class? Yeah. So at present, you can't switch your file system from regional to one zone. You'd have to create a new file system. But thankfully, okay. with EFS, that's two clicks, right? It's it's a handful of, of clicks from the console or an API call, uh, and you know you don't have to do a lot of a lot of thinking to, to be able to get there. So to get started with uh, with one zone, uh, you know, just create a new file system using using our console, using the CLI or the SDK. If you're logged into the console, you just hit the create file system button. And now you have a new choice. And that new choice shows up as availability and durability, right? So, And can you specify this in a CloudFormation template? So if you have an EFS storage system already that you are in your CloudFormation template, can you just specify the new storage class there? Is that available yet? It is available. It was available uh, as we okay. ship, and uh, the documentation Excellent. is all, is, is all uh, up to spec as well. So yes, you can use CloudFormation templates. Um, but uh, you know, back to the console example, you you now get to choose whether you want a you want to create a file system with regional availability and durability, or a file system with one zone durability and availability. And 
I want to pause there and actually talk about this because it's it's an important difference that our customers should understand, right? So EFS is designed for 11 nines of durability, right? Across all the storage classes. So whether Amazing. it's whether it's one zone or standard, we're designed for 11 nines of durability. Um, 11 nines. Okay. Yeah, that I think uh, if you do the math, that's the statistical equivalent of never. Right? But <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, but let's put this in context, right? Uh, of uh, the fact that there is a difference in how your data is spread, right? So right. we can claim really, really high durability because we use the same redundancy techniques for standard versus one zone. Uh, the difference being in standard, we make all these redundant copies of your data and spread it to three different AZs. In the case of one zone, we make all these redundant copies of your data and spread them within a single AZ, which Ooh, okay, which means nice. yeah, which means your data is subject to you know that slight additional risk should we experience the loss of a complete AZ, which has never happened at AWS. Yeah, which is highly right. unlikely. Right. Uh, then you may lose data, right? Because it is not spread across multiple AZs. However, there's more. When you create an, an EFS file system, a one-zone file system, you get automatic backups. So we integrate with AWS Backup. And when you create that file system, we automatically create a 24-hour backup policy with 35-day retention which will back up your file system to AWS Backup, which is a regional service, 3AZ redundant, 11.9s durable. So, so you it's know, basically really happening still. It's just... It's, it's an yeah, extra it's layer. Yeah, it's behind the scenes. Yeah, it's an extra layer of data protection, right, for your data. Yeah. And should you need to ever restore your data, you can point your backup to any AZ in any region, right, and bring it back up. I got a question. Yeah. So let's say I have a standard class EFS file system today, mm -hmm. and I want to change over to a one zone, but I have data in there. Can I use a backup to restore to one zone, or is there an easy way for me to migrate the data in my standard to a new one zone EFS file system? The answer is yes. So absolutely, you can take a backup and then restore to a to a new one zone file system. Uh, you can also use uh, data sync. So our friend at AWS DataSync have uh, have this new agentless capability where you can simply specify a two file system, uh, a from file system and a two file system, and the two file system can be a one zone, and you can just zip your data across from one file system to the other. So bam, just like that. Yep. So you can take advantage of it today, even if you already have an existing file system that you might have data stored in. Right. In my use case. The files in my EFS file system, they're temporary. So mm -hmm. I could just I could just basically change my cloud formation template yeah. value to indicate that I'd like a one zone. But for most customers that have data, if you want to switch over to one zone, it's very easy to migrate, uh, mm -hmm. which is which is awesome that you guys have two ways to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you know, uh, we spoke about that key durability difference, right? Which customers want to consider. Right, uh, different different kinds of workloads, different kinds of data have different requirements. The other difference is is availability. So because this is a one zone solution, 
we offer you know three nines uh, of availability, and we actually back that with an SLA. So if we don't deliver three nines, you get your money back, right? Uh, this isn't just That's an amazing. empty promise. So our our standard products, our, our standard storage products, uh, standard storage classes rather, support a four nines SLA, and the one zone product supports a a, a three nines SLA. So between the the durability and the availability difference, right? That is the choice point for our customers. If those durability and availability limits meet your business and your workload requirements, then you yep. can choose to save an additional 47%. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. It's like, duh, why wouldn't I mm-hmm. save 47% and also get more performant uh, file system for my use case? Yep. Especially um, mine personally. I'm personally going to sign off from this podcast and go <laughs> log into my AWS account and make some changes immediately following this uh, this podcast, because nice. this is awesome. This is exactly what I'm here for. I love this. So yeah, is there anything else that you want to tell us today about EFS OneZone or anything else that you'd like our customers to know? Yeah, I mean, the three key things to remember about, about OneZone are you get the best effective pricing cost in the industry right? Uh, you get 4.3 cents per gigabyte month for fully managed cloud storage. It comes with default lifecycle management, comes with That's default incredible. automatic backups. Uh, those backups are uh, multi-AZ resilient, 11.9 durable, and you get all of the same EFS features and integrations that you love, right? You get the elasticity, you get the scalability, the lifecycle management, the integration with Lambda, ECS, EKS, Fargate, SageMaker, all of that stuff works just as is. So much goodness. This is one of those services where everything just happens automatically for you. And there's nothing I love more than just something happens in the background and I don't have to know about it or think about it. It's just there. Well, I don't have to worry about it. And, and that, that, one that, that's thing for ex- our customers to worry about. That's exactly what we strive for, right? I mean, this, the, this, this stuff has to be drop dead simple. And if you compare it to what other storage systems require you to do. I mean, there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of planning that goes into provisioning and managing storage because it can get so expensive. With EFS, right, that that elasticity, that elastic property, you know, like like I said to you a few minutes ago, right? Just just go create a new file system. You know, just hit a button, create a file system. Guess what it's costing you at that point? Nothing. It won't cost you yeah, anything until like you start putting data it. in it. Yeah, it won't cost you anything until you start putting data in it, right? And even then, it will it will scale performance-wise proportionately to how much data you have automatically without you thinking about it, right? If you have higher performance it. needs, we've got one knob. You can go and say, hey, I need this much throughput for my workload. And we'll give it to you, and we'll give it to you right? But most customers... Their, their workloads just scale with uh, with their data. So I don't know if it gets better than this. Frankly, I'm loving everything I'm hearing. I thought that I was more of a novice with EFS because I've only ever integrated with Lambda, but I just feel like there's so much that you don't need to know because it's all just happening for you that actually maybe I'm not such a novice because it's all just there for me and I didn't have to know it anyways. I mean, as a user and as a developer, you know, we don't want you to have to think about the complexity, the durability, the reliability of your data, right? We take care of all of that for you, right? All you have to do is point your application to the file system. And 
you know, there's amazing. There's no better example of that than you know the lifecycle management feature I talked about, right? So, so, so think about it. Like in the background, we use a policy. Like you set a policy that says, hey, every 30 days, if I haven't touched a file, put it in frequent access, and uh, we'll do that in the background for you. And neither you nor your application will know the difference. When your application says, I want that That's file. Amazing. It'll just go fetch it from the namespace. It, 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 it's not like you have to think about, well, you know, this file is now 30 days old. Am I going to have to access it a different way? Nope. It is completely transparent. You're just saving money automatically based on uh, based on the policy you set. And, and that's... I love that's it when I do more. less and get more. I mean, that's just... Yes. Thank you. Uh, well, thank you so much, Sarwar, for coming on to uh, the show today to talk about this amazing new feature of EFS. Again, it is called EFS One Zone, if you didn't catch that before. But yeah, so obviously we will we will wait for your next awesome new feature launch from EFS because you guys are just clearly innovating and doing super cool stuff each and every month. Thank you so much for joining me. And we will chat with you all at the next launch. Uh, for now, we can't wait to see what you guys build next with EFS One Zone. Thank you all so much.